Good morning, Judith. Good morning, Sonia. Welcome to the Coach's Cup. I'm Sonia Green from soniagreencoaching.com. And I'm Judith Fender. I'm one of the coaches with the No BS Weight Loss Program. And today we are talking about all or nothing thinking, which <laughs> seems like a very relevant topic in our in our country right now. Um, so we're, we're just going to jump right in and kind of define all or nothing thinking. Um, and I, I'm, I'm going to use, I think the, the current climate to kind of unpack it, but, um, Judith and I have pre-gamed a little and, and she's going to talk about how it stretches even beyond that. Do my best. <laughs> But with all or nothing thinking, we, we are all in on a certain idea, on a certain thought. Um, and so I see this playing out in, in our country right now, uh, in our political thought, that we are so polarized everything is black and white. You know, it's obviously this side is right and obviously this side is wrong. And so you have, with all or nothing thinking, there's no ambiguity in our minds. There's no tension in our minds. But oddly, we don't rid ourselves of that tension. We just throw it into our relationships. So if there's no ambiguity in my mind, if, if this side is right all the time and that side is wrong all the time, that doesn't cause any tension in my mind, but it can cause a lot of tension in my relationships because I'm not open to examining both sides. It's just black and white. Right. So I hope I'm following this right in the end result when, when we are asserting our internal, our, um, all or nothing thinking, and we're carrying it into society. And then this is the conflict that's going on. Yes. Conflict in our, um, our environment on, I don't yeah. know to, to categorize it. Absolutely. And, and when there's conflict and when people can't entertain the idea that they could be wrong that, or that it could be right and wrong, right? Which is the whole premise of the thinking all or nothing. When, when you can't hold the tension, mm -hmm. what, well, what if there is another way? How can we both be right? Yeah. Then that, the end result is there, there's no evolution. There's no growth. There's just conflict. And there is just right, just all or nothing. Yes. So in, in a situation like uh, in a political system, whether it's ours or any other, um, there's evolution or there's revolution. Oh, yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And revolution comes from there's no examination of the issues. I'm right. You're wrong. So we're going to, you know, the only way to settle this is to fight it out evolution is yeah like what you said taking a step back and saying oh well there's right and wrong on my side there's good and bad 
in my way of thinking. Mm -hmm. There's room for growth. There's room for ideas. Um, there's room for discussion. Mm -hmm. And that leads to an evolution. I love that comparison with evolution and revolution. Like that is just like kind of just blowing my mind a little bit when I think about um, just so many areas of life with that. Yeah. Yeah. Because you, you can expand that, mm -hmm. you know, uh, I can, I can think of that, you know, with, even with, with weight loss, are we fighting? Are we fighting ourselves <laughs> <laughs> or are we moving forward? Anytime we're resisting, we're in all or nothing thinking. That is so true. Boom. Okay. Right. We're done. <laughs> That's it, folks. We'll be back next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you look like you were getting ready to say something will, about that. I, 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 my mind is all over the place. I'm somewhere between how far are we talking about politics? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's far enough for me. I mean, you know, me I, too. Me too. I, I think we we've had moments in in this country where we have been um things have been this tense before and when we all draw toward the center and into discussion then you know there's there's space for every one and and you see less uh revolution right <laughs> so I love that um, thinking of drawing to the center because then you're coming from your polar end. Yes. To the center of the earth, if you will, like if you're at the North pole and the South pole, but you come mm -hmm. to the equator. Yeah. Let's, let's meet there and let's, let's have discussion and yeah. right and wrong. Yeah. Good and bad. Yeah. And so we are taking this all or nothing thinking. Um, now we're going to internalize it and show how this can work in, in our own minds. And I'm going to invite you to tell on me and my <laughs> all or nothing thinking, because <laughs> last night we were we were talking, we were just kind of chatting and um Judith jumped into coach mode and caught me on some all or nothing thinking, which was just brilliant. I can't even really remember how it unfolded, but Sonia was saying something like she hadn't been planning or, you know, I, I don't even remember Sonia, except I said, do you want me to coach you on this? Cause you can make a plan. <laughs> and you were like, what? <laughs> yeah. I think I, I don't remember exactly what I said, but I said something about, yeah, if I made a plan, then I'd have to follow it. That was it. Yeah. And, and you said, and we're talking about folks, we're talking about a food plan. I'll back up just a little bit. Um, because that's one thing I've been working on this year is, uh, is my, my weight. And so I, I had been making a plan in my head, but I hadn't been putting it down on paper because I hate to be wrong. Mm, all or nothing thinking <laughs> that's right and in my mind if I wrote it down and I didn't follow it perfectly mm -hmm. then I would be screwing up I would be and this is this is something that I've been working on for a couple of years now because you know this goes back to that to that grading myself that daily 
on the planner there's a portion where you could grade yourself and I would grade myself like a two or a one every single day just because that's where I assumed that I was <laughs> so so this is it, it shined the light on the fact that I still need to work on my there's there's room for me to make a plan and be wrong and guess what folks learn from where I'm wrong oh my word if we're not learning from what we're doing like then what's the point I, I <laughs> I'm exhausted with that like let's we're learning we're always learning Yes, we're practicing and you know, I've got a vision board behind me and and I keep forgetting that one of my words I need to make myself a note. I, I'm serious. One of my words for the year just needs to be practice. I'm practicing. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm doing. I'll never forget my dad. <clears throat> he always he, he likes to bug like attorneys and doctors. Why are you called practicing? What does that mean? <laughs> practicing attorney and a practicing physician. Like was it, you know, because they're just doing their best practice. Why don't we extend that same grace to ourselves? Why aren't we just practicing doing our best life? Yeah. You know, a meeting somewhere in the middle, just, just practice. Yeah. Yeah. It takes, it takes so much pressure off of us. If I have to be right, or if the only other thing I can be other than right is wrong, how much pressure does that put on me? Mm-hmm. If we're practicing, then we're in this middle space. Mm -hmm. It's ambiguous and that's uncomfortable, mm -hmm. but that's also where growth happens, right? It's absolutely where growth happens. And I, I don't know what podcast we talked about this on, but I'm thinking about um, Michael Jordan and how many free throws he threw and how many, you know, what the percentage is. I don't know, but the craziness mm -hmm. around it is, is he practices a lot or did. Yeah. For the for the points that he did score yeah. he had so many more misses yes and that's that way for everybody the best pitchers in baseball also have the highest um strike not strikeout but they also have the highest um yeah a strikeout percentage oh, so yeah. they've struck out more than the average player because they're going for the home run so it's that it's that tension. It can be both. Mm -hmm. You can have the most strikeouts and the most home runs. People don't remember the strikeouts if you've got the most home runs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> people, you know, people don't. And that's that's so much of it, isn't it? We worry about what other people are thinking. No. <laughs> <laughs> We don't do that. That's not true, Sonia. We are, no. Yeah. No, <laughs> we don't. We don't need to be in our cave with our people oh. who accept us. So that's a good segue, though, to why you have to get in order to stay out of all or nothing thinking. You really have to get solid on your value system. Right. You do have to know what are my core values? What are my core beliefs? What do I base my decisions on? Because there are things, you know, if, if you are committed to investigating and evolving and discussing, 
then you do have to have uh, a basis from which place you can understand both sides. Okay. So I want to pull this back to weight loss. So okay. if talking about like, would this be like where you would decide on the value of the value of losing the weight or is this the, the why of losing the weight? Yeah. Yeah. Talk the about value. that. Well, I don't know. <laughs> like, well, I'm trying to think to equate it to the all or nothing thinking. And then if, so if we have to define the value, then we are, we are coming to the, resolution not revolution the resolution within ourselves of what what we're going to experience right the obstacles along the way mm -hmm. to to get there and the obstacles are going to be overcoming all or nothing thinking thinking i have to eat plant-based food or yeah. do keto or yeah. there are good only good foods and then i can't have quote bad foods yes but that it's when you yeah okay I yeah, think I think I think that happens all the time. You know, people set up in their minds, they have this idea, I can only eat these foods, I have to clean out my um, pantry before I start losing weight, I have to get all the bad foods out. That's all or nothing thinking. Necessarily a bad idea. Like, you know, in the beginning, yeah. you want to set yourself up for success. Mm -hmm. But um, when, as, you know, at some point, that, that within yourself and that tension, you have to come to the middle, right? And yeah. when you put yourself in the middle of uh, the equator <laughs> with yourself, that it's okay, that I can have all the things in moderation. Yeah. That I choose. Yeah. That's, that's the key in moderation. Again, pulling back toward the center, not none of it and not all of it. Mm -hmm. which but. is so interesting I always think of it as the self like when we say center mm -hmm. like it's all, I, I think of things as always back to the self and the self is neutral because things are happening right outside of us interesting mm -hmm. well that brings up the the other example I think that um that we were talking about I was coaching a client the other day um and I've coached her for a while now and we were talking about um, she finished a degree and got a promotion and, um, and she's also working on her weight loss and she was talking about it and I, it hit me the way the things that she was saying, I don't remember exactly what she said, but it hit me that in her mind, she could only do one thing at a time. She could either learn her new job mm -hmm. or she could lose weight. Mm -hmm. And that's all or nothing thinking. I have to push all of my energy into one area. And I said, wait just a minute. You know, this is this is really a holistic process because all of it, all of these external things affect the center, affect you. So how you eat, how you sleep, how much water you consume, how much work you you know, how much time you spend working, the pressure you put on yourself, all of those things work together holistically to affect who you are as a person and how you feel and think as a person. So, yeah, so you need to be planning holistically to move forward. You can do more than one thing at a time. You have to. I just so appreciate this conversation because I just, I, you know, using the word holistically, like my mind goes to 
to doctors or food approaches, you know, mm -hmm. but I think I, I always think of the self, if mm -hmm. the self, if the self is whole, if the self is contained, if the self is loved and nourished and yeah. really functioning, if the self is at neutral, then from, from that space that you are capable of your best. Yeah. And you can't, you can't divide yourself into, you know, we try to, mm -hmm. I, I, I can only speak for women and I guess I can only speak for myself, but I, I have worked with enough women to say that this is pretty true. We, we go after a thing and we think that we have to spend all our energies on it. I mean, look at women and career, you know, how many times you, we've talked about this with you, you made a decision in your mind, you couldn't run a business and have children or raise children. Um, and so your husband did that and you stayed home with the children. And there's absolutely, do not hear me saying there's anything wrong with that, folks. I, I, there is nothing wrong with that. But we have a belief that, you know, sometimes that it's all or nothing. I have to do, I have to focus completely on my career. Which is exactly like even sitting here in this moment, again, this is all happening live, folks. Um, you know, in it, there was some health conditions, like I, I had had several miscarriages and then the decision was made. But I also, because I was all in on the business and I didn't have balance for myself, I couldn't see the possibility of you know, being pregnant and working because I didn't know how to balance mm -hmm. center. I could not find center yeah. with myself on how to, um, how to do it all. Yeah. At Who can? Back. Who can? Right. But it's taken me like 53 years. I still carried that mentality a little bit. I, day. I'm still unpacking that shit. Well, and it is very strong in society. That's, that's the whole point. You know, I, women have this we carry this belief um that we have to do it all and we you know what's the what's the quote that ginger roger no not ginger rogers oh i was thinking i know exactly is that right is that right know, but i know dancing backwards. yeah she had to Stuff yes she had to do her. everything fred astaire did but backwards and in high heels yeah yeah and that's the belief that we carry. We focus on we've got to do it all. And if we don't do it all, then we either believe we're not doing it well and we're finding fault with ourselves all the time. Or we believe we have two options. I hear women say this all the time. Well, I've decided not to have children. I'm going to have a career. Or I've decided to have children, so I'm not going to have a career. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that. I, I think that has damaged our evolution mm. as women because we fight this all or nothing belief, this all or nothing thinking, mm. you know, why can't we, why can't we work to, if we want to be, you know, find something satisfying to do or, or something to support our families and still have our families and believe that we're making a contribution without being critical about it. Yeah. Well, I, I could be doing more or I should be doing, you know, it's always, 
if something's going well in our career, then we're looking at our family. Well, I had to miss Susie's recital or I had to, you know, and using that to judge ourselves instead of just coming into the center and saying, look what I'm doing. You know, how do I feel as a, as a person? Like I said, still unpacking that shit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's true though. It's the, the, the self-judgment component um, I, 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 I look forward to the day that it's not there. However, I'm not going to hold my breath that it's going to go away anytime soon. I have, I have keen awareness around my self-judgment. Yeah. Well, and you know, it, it is, it's evolution mm-hmm. happens slowly mm. generally. Right. I mean that things we evolve over time. So yeah, it's, I don't think it's any, uh, coincidence that we came to this work at you know this midpoint in our in our lives I, oh, wow. yeah. I, I very I very optimistically say midpoint <laughs> we're both probably past our midpoint <laughs> but, you know around that that half century mark is when we come to this work because we have been in the thick of it in our minds in that all or nothing you know, raising children and yeah. And it's, you know, now we're, we're backing up and taking some time to figure out who is at the core, who are we, what is our value system here in, in our centers? Oh, so good. Yeah. What is, I like this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So many times all or nothing it, it can be your thinking and, and it is your thinking, but it's also, it can be your action. And we've, we've alluded to this, but um, to put this in terms that we've talked about before, all or nothing action looks like perfectionism. Oh God. Yeah. And it looks like overwhelm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Never been there. Yeah. Never. Been. <laughs> but you've heard about it, right? I've heard about it. I, I, <laughs> I have no knowledge of either of those. Yeah. And, and so I want to, I want to bring it to, um, to another area where we see it and, and I, this can be kind of a, a touchy area. So I want you to hang with me listeners and, and let us unpack this fully. Um, but in all or nothing think thinking, I want to look at it in terms of victim versus victim mentality. Mm -hmm. And there are absolutely victims in this world. There are victims of abuse. There are victims of uh, horrible atrocities. Mm -hmm. But I want to differentiate that from a victim mentality. Mm -hmm. There are also people who experience these atrocities, this abuse, whatever you want, whatever the situation is. Um, And they, some of them decide they become a victim of the situation of their circumstance. And some people decide I am not going to let that circumstance define me. Mm -hmm. And so with all or nothing thinking, it's important to think about 
what is that victim mentality? Some people have a victim mentality who they just think they've been wronged. They may not have even suffered any any real abuse or atrocity. But I do want to I do want to identify, you know, there are true victims in this world. So don't hear me say that there's not. But when people have a victim mentality, um, many times they hold on to this idea that everything's against me. Everyone is against me. I can't move forward in my life because everything, every time I try to do something, I get, you know, another, another thing thrown at me. Mm -hmm. Um, We get to decide victim mentality, not, not being a victim, but victim mentality is a decision. So, you know, we get to decide if if we're going to be a victim of our circumstances or if we are going to realize that everybody has both positive and negative in their lives. And many times, if you're focused on the negative, if you're focused on being a victim, then you are inviting more ways, more negativity in your life. You're inviting it in. Yes. Is this where, like, for instance, like, say a wife has um who maybe he has had a husband that has been um a drinker an alcoholic or maybe you know something to that degree however we want to classify that for Mm -hmm. years that she's been in the marriage and like when he stops but she still is victim victimizing herself over and over because she's holding on to the negativity and Mm -hmm. still blaming and holding all the conflict within herself, creating this um, this just this energy of not being able to see past that it's that he's not the problem. Yeah, he's not the problem. It's her thinking around. Yeah, absolutely. Behavior. Mm-hmm. I you know I've I've seen that. Um, People, people victimize themselves over lots of different things. Um, You know, maybe, well, when I was little, my parents divorced. Mm -hmm. And so I never got to, I never got to experience a stable family or um, my boss fired me. You know, never mind that your boss fired you because you were late to work seven times in the last three weeks. Mm -hmm. You know, my boss fired me. And, and it's, it's pushing that out, looking for an external reason rather than, again, I'm, I'm always right. That's where victim mentality and, and all or nothing thinking come in. I'm always right. Somebody's doing something to me mm-hmm. instead of realizing that there is a tension there. Mm-hmm. I, I can have a job, but I have to be on time to work. Mm-hmm. I can have a relationship, but I can't always be the one who's right in that relationship. Mm-hmm. It's that give and take, you know, there's, there's not just um, one way to look at it. Mm-hmm. And feeling, you know, we all, we all fall into victim mentality at some point, some people more than others, mm-hmm. but we all do it even in small ways. You know, if we see an injustice that we we think there's an injustice that's been done to us or to our children, 
Well, that teacher, she just doesn't understand my son or my daughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my baby. That's right. She just or he just doesn't understand. That's that's a victim mentality. And that is not useful. Mm-hmm. It's a drain on our energy. It's a drain on who we can evolve to be. Mm-hmm. It's limiting our potential. Mm-hmm. I can't lose weight because I don't know what's for dinner. <laughs> I can't lose. I don't know what to put on my plan because my husband cooks dinner. I can't. Yes. Lose I don't know what he's going to make. Yes. There you go. See, I, thank you. That's an excellent example. We all do it sometimes. It serves us not at all. Nope. Not in the big things, not in the little things. It doesn't serve us. Mm-hmm. So. The next time you think about some some injustice that's been done to you or some reason you can't do something, mm. let your all or nothing thinking light go off and think, okay, what what's the error in my thinking here? Mm, I like that. What adjustment can I make to put the control back on in my own hands? I mean, that's the ironic thing about it. Mm-hmm. You know, we're we're giving away control mm-hmm. to something that we could have control over. Yeah, it it's so interesting. I just come back to the self. What are the facts? Yes. What are the facts? And what am I thinking? Like there, we all can't be right, and we all can't be wrong. Right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. There's all in the middle. Yeah. So as we're, as we're um, winding down, we want to leave you with three questions that you can ask in your all or nothing thinking to kind of help you decide how do I focus on evolving? How do I focus on the center, on the core, so that I can evolve rather than always being in this resistance pattern? So me, you, yeah, go for it. Uh, What feels authentic and true to me right now and take action from that place when you are in experiencing um, this level of thinking or questioning your, where you are, what feels authentic and true to me right now. And how do you do that? Like, how do you, can you think of an example of, of when you do that? Like, well, specifically what always comes to mind is like, it's like the, like the urge to eat or wanting to grab ass some food. Is this going to serve me? Is this going to get me to my goals? Is this, is this, is this, is this, is this feel, is this my best for me, for the self, for the whole? And you, (laughs) yeah. And you know, I mean, we have that, we all have that voice um, in our heads that we know mm-hmm. yeah there's I want and there's mm, not good for me you know it's that those little angel the angel and devil that sit on our shoulders we know we know the answer to that so what feels authentic and true in that moment mm-hmm. not not what feels good don't don't hear us saying what feels good because that's not what we're saying what's going to be the best for me. The second one is where can I make the most impact? Mm. 
And you had that one worded slightly differently. What, how are you? Um, well, it was, where do I have a superpower or a Yes. Lip? Yes. So where, where can I make the most impact in my life? Where do I have that superpower where I can really grab on? Yeah. And, and take that, you know, that first step with that sense of power. Make a plan. That, that's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking, you know. I was thinking for you. Yeah, I know you were. Thank, <laughs> yeah, you, you had me there. Uh, where I can make the most impact is I could write a plan, and I did. So, you know, that's, that's where it starts. And um, then our third one. Oh, yeah, so good. <laughs> um, what can I release for now? What can I release for now? What, what, re when you, when I think of releasing energy or releasing, when I let go of my all or nothing thinking, when I let go, how that feels and do I like that feeling? And let me tell you, anytime I let go of perfectionism, mm -hmm. anytime I let go of the feeling that I have to be just, I have to be right. Mm. that is an energy suck that's an energy energy drain on our bodies and we don't even realize it yep yep I, I, for me late well I know I've been leaning into and I know it's not done perfectly but I do have a tendency for you know this is not good enough I could do better this is your best world if I just if I just had more time if I didn't have this stress you know I make up all these stories in my brain and the one I come back to is how can I make this fun? You know, that just, this is like flips the energy switch on it. I don't know if this is a hack or where I'm going with this, but maybe it just as a reminder to myself, when I release the, the, the pain that I'm putting on myself, that victim mentality, like, right? Feeling like the house is on my shoulders that when I just put that house to the side, I'm like, huh? You know, if I wasn't carrying this house, how would I be making this fun? What would this be like? Because this is, shit's fun. Mm -hmm. It's a total, total pack. Yeah. And and sometimes it does require some constraint. Oh. Um, <laughs> for, for those of you who, who listen on the, on the podcast, on, on iTunes, the podcast, um, you noticed that there was a slight discrepancy in our, in our last a uh, couple of episodes where constraint was flip-flopped with our year in review and I take total <laughs> responsibility for that but we spent an episode it was supposed to be the first episode of the new year talking about constraint hmm. and that's you know that's part of this what can I let go of for now and hmm. perfectionism if you can let go of having to be right all the time your life is going to be so much better. Right. And like, there is no perfectionism. No. If you let go of having to be the victim all the time, that's a lot of work, folks. If there's any of you out there who are practiced victims, it's heavy. Let it go. Be willing to be wrong sometimes. Be right sometimes. The world's not after you. The world mm -hmm. is neutral. <laughs> so... If you neutralize yourself too, you know, then. Yeah. Yeah. Be the cloud. <laughs> just be the cloud. Things just come and go. 
Yeah. Be neutral. Yeah. All right. You got a call to action for them? I do. I'm going to have to flip the page because I've already forgotten it. <laughs> <laughs> Many other good things we're talking about. Um, where, what happens in your brain when you let go of all or nothing thinking? That's your call to action. Where can you let go? What are you carrying right now? What house are you holding on to? Mm -hmm. What, what heavy purse we use in coaching terms a lot. Yeah. What are you carrying around that just feels heavy, feels oppressive? And, you know, I think that's why it seems like a lot of the women who are drawn to this work and men are drawn too, but I, I pay attention. There's, there are more women. I mean, that's, that is a fact. I think a lot of women get to this point, the point we're at in our lives and get into this work because we realize we've been carrying it around for a long time and we are tired of it and we know there's a better way out there. So if you're in your 20s listening to us or oh, your God. 30s, then we invite you to let it go now because a gift yeah it is and if we can give it to you then we are happy to do that sisters <laughs> right that's some of my, my favorite and not, I love all my clients but the young ones mm -hmm. I, I'm just like girl you have the world by the tail yeah you're uh, like just the you are gifting yourself your children future generations this is a gift yeah yeah all right. Well, we'll be back next week. Until then, I'm Sonia Green from Sonia Green Coaching. And I'm Judith Fender. And we'll see you later. Bye.